Welcome to King Josiah TV, where this channel was created to promote, educate, and inform you on the kingdom of Jesus Christ as an ambassador sent into this world. I am your host, Josiah Hill. But before we get into this, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button below. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit the follow button. Let's get into it. Watch giants fall like Goliath. David, I dance. This ain't no TikTok. God told me that my steps were sorted. Walking in flip flop. Chris Rock, how they laughed at me for. All right, guys, we got an interesting show today. This is the first podcast, the first installment of King Josiah TV. This is something new I'm starting, you guys, to be able to further reach the masses when it comes to uh, the word of Jesus. And even in this world, um, we need a voice in this world that pretty much talks to the things that are going on in the situation. So I got a few topics that we're going to get into today that uh, we're going to expound on things um, pertaining to things in the world uh, and, and and certain ministers. The guys, we already got a few hot topics, certain ministers, uh, certain people's uh, beliefs and things are getting into. But we want to shed light on Jesus Christ in all these situations. So I encourage y'all sit back, enjoy, and let's get into this. All right, guys. The first topic uh, that we're going to get into today um, is a young lady. Um, some of you might be familiar with her. Um, she recently had an interview uh, with a lady that's been having a lot of interviews lately um, online. Um, her name is uh, Vicky. Vic, whoa, Vicky. Um, she's was she's dating. Um, think uh, he's a, he used to be a rapper. His name is uh, Cabana something. Um, and when he was he's he was he's was a, used to be in the world. He did a whole bunch of like comedy skits, videos, stealing things from stores and stuff like that. Him and Will Vicky, I don't really know how they met, but eventually they got together and um, they're pretty much saved. Uh, they both got saved. They're trying to live right. They're coming out of a wrong uh, lifestyle and they're really just on fire for Christ. Um, they're really on fire for Christ. Um, and I, if I can remember her boyfriend's name, I'm going to pull it up here. But she was uh, recently on Tasha Kay's interview channel. And Tasha Kay really, uh, what's what I can say? She really tries to pull at her because she's new in her faith. Uh, she hasn't been a Christian for long. She hasn't been in the faith for a very long period of time. And you can tell she's really picking at her and trying to bring up other things in the world. They like saying she's a Pisces and, and just trying to demote and rip apart her Christianity because she's uneducated on her faith, but it's simply because she has the faith in Christ and she's trying to pull it away from her. So I just want to show this to you guys um, before I get too much talking to show you guys that the enemy will try to do anything to come into your life and anything to try to pull you away. And she just shows that resilience that regardless of what the enemy puts in front of you, regardless of how much knowledge you don't have on the faith, you can stand firm on it. Uh, so I don't want to talk too much because I'll talk this whole video away. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and share this with y'all. Uh, I got a video here. I got a little bit of the interview. So we're going we gonna to get right up to this. I'm going to pull this on the screen here. So give me just a second here, guys. There we go. All right. We're going we gonna to jump right into this, guys. God to help me be the woman, the woman of God he called me to be. What if you were already that? Then, 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 then I'm doing, I'm doing it right. Okay. Yeah. That's why I, I noticed too is sometimes, you know, the church, Justin Bieber went through it. 
mm-hmm. a lot of people go through, especially celebrities in their journeys. And I, I, I noticed that, you know, it's, it's like they come in and they try to brainwash, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who people like yourself, like me. What the church? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, I don't agree with that. You don't? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I believe in the Bible. Okay. So anything the Bible says, I agree with it. Okay. So guys, I want to pause this right here, guys. You see how she just stands firm? She doesn't sit back and allow her to poke and prod and say, oh, you know, the Bible tries to brainwash you. And the world will try to do that to you all the time. Bible isn't and God isn't brainwashing you. God gives you a new body. God gives you a new mind and he renews it. Uh, when you become saved and you come to Christ, he gives you a new mind. Um, so I just think it's funny here. how She tries to poke at her and be like, oh, aren't you being brainwashed? And that's the first thing they try to say. And no, it's because you're becoming a new person. That's that's not being brainwashed. But let, let me let me let this play, guys. Because mm-hmm, the, the Bible is God's word. Okay. Have you read the entire Bible yet? No, nah, not the entire Bible. Okay. Yeah. So you know there's a lot of strong contradictions in the Bible. I'm not here to challenge your faith. Like what? Your, your faith is your spiritual mm-hmm. is your spiritual relationship with God. But, you know, a book is another thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, being that you are so young and you have your entire life ahead of you, mm-hmm. I just, you know, hearing you talk about God so much mm-hmm it's coming across as if you are using it as a, um, as protection. No, this is me. And what should, what should she use it as? God is your protection. God is your, he's your, your gate around you that keeps the enemy and other things away from you. It doesn't mean you are fearful. Because our God is bigger than anything else and anybody else in the whole world. So that doesn't make us fearful just because we are having something in front of us. We are standing on God. We are having God in front of us and protect us. God said he will fight our battles, didn't he? So, yeah, guys, uh, let, let's let this keep playing through, man. She just I love the way she just stands on her faith, man. She's not letting her her shake her. Okay. What do I need to be protected from? I mean, the devil, yeah. But you do know physically the, you know, uh, you know they talk about a lot of things in the spirit realm, but you know the devil is you, and the devil and God is you. You do know that, right? No. Yeah, because in order to know good, you have to know bad. So you have to do bad things and make mistakes in order to learn oh, otherwise yeah. that's not and so, that we was all born in the sin yeah I, I wouldn't call it sin i would why because um that's what it's saying in the bible and that's what adam and eve did and i like that she went into this guys the enemy will always try to do this and this is the exact plan of the devil the devil is a he's a lover of self Everything, all, even if you guys look into the, um, the demonic church, uh, Satan, the, the church of Satan, all it preaches is about yourself, that you're your own self, your own self desires. And what does the Bible say? The, God, the Bible says that your heart is evil, uh, that our heart is wicked and to not trust it um, and to not follow after ourselves is contradictory to the word of God. 
And that's just like the enemy to try to tell you, no, the God, God is you and you're the devil. And it's all just created in your head. Guys, this isn't all created in our head, because if we were just to follow after ourselves and follow after our own desires and things that we want in this world, we realize it really ends in destruction. Um, and it's just beautiful to see a young girl like this. I mean, just display this. Um, she's so right. I just want to clean it. But I'm, I'm going to let the video play, guys. All right. Okay. Yeah, because um, the devil, he came, he uh, told her, like, just go ahead and eat the apple. She ate it and she had uh, Eve eat it. And then they got kicked out of eating. At first, like, it was perfect. Like, mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Uh, eating, it was perfect. It was like the place God made for them. It was like a beautiful place. All the food tastes good. Then he said, just don't eat from here. Then, you know, the devil, like like you said, the devil, he was he was there. And because you know he got cast down from heaven. So he was he was there on earth and he told him, like, yeah, just just eat it, you know, temptation. That's that's what you said, bad stuff. We mm -hmm. all get tempted every day. Well, I mean, it's it's a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a must do in um, you know, because I have studied a lot about theology and spirituality and, mm -hmm. you know, who actually wrote the Bible and how mm -hmm. was it written and, mm -hmm. you know, challenging the facts on how do they know exactly what happened at that moment? Because we do have uh, the Quran. Are, mm -hmm. are you familiar with the Quran? Yeah. Okay. My brother Muslim. Okay. And then mm -hmm. we have, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, Buddhism, mm -hmm. the Lotus Sutra. Mm -hmm. which teaches peace and the um and it's more internal it's not more so external it, mm -hmm. you know buddhism teaches you that you are in control mm -hmm. not some other factor out there controlling you not a devil guys um she's you can tell when somebody starts talking like this guys and they start going on into these sort of topics. See how she tries to bring up every other religion. The Quran, let me let me educate you, Tasha K. The Quran is nothing but the Old Testament. It's taken from the Bible. Um, it, it cracks me up when I hear people talk like this and say, oh, the Bible's got all these contradictions. If you were to ask Tasha K what these contradictions are, she doesn't know. She doesn't know her theology. I've listened to her other videos. This woman is not that educated on it because if she knew that, she knew the Dead Sea Scrolls are over 2,000 years older than the Bible we have today. Um, the oldest Bible in the world is from Africa and it acts all these align up. There's so many artifacts that I've found that have shown that. And if you just read the Bible straight through and you don't read it on the time frame that it was created, who they were speaking to, whether it's poetry or whether it's a literal story, um, you're going to conflate and mix all these things together. Of course, it's going to sound like that. And she's trying to trap a young woman in her faith in that she's trying to confuse her and say oh no i'm poking this hole i'm poking this hole i'm poking this hole no that's all she's trying to do is trying to rattle her in her faith um and you've got to stay firm and stay steady like her you don't got to know everything you don't have to know every verse back and forth and be able to just run lines around people a lot of times just standing firm in your faith is all you need to do and a lot of times these people come to you asking these questions back because a lot of times when they when they ask you these questions, when they do these sort of things, let's be honest, they don't know the answers. They're just they want to believe in a smorgasbord of faith and uh, beliefs and religions. Um, and what does the Bible say? And what does God say? There is one way to heaven. No man entered into heaven but through me. 
Um, so I just want to elaborate on that. I just want to give that girl her kudos because I mean, man, just the way that she stood her ground. Um, and, and, and that just was amazing to me. But let's get on without further ado to our next topic, guys. Um, the next thing that I want to get into, um, guys, is something that I actually got from a popular uh, channel um, that you guys have probably heard of, um, Ruslan KD. Um, he's one of the channels that I follow and I watch um, and look up to. And he was talking about uh, her name, Delaney or Delaney. She uh, did a Bud Light commercial. She's uh, she's part of the LGTV community. Um, she, she's trans and or he's trans um, and he's trying to open up his walk with, with God or, or saying that he's he's exploring the thought of it or the idea of it. Um, and I just want to play this. I think Ruslan really opened this up. So let's let's listen to this and let's get into this, guys. I want to we want to show you. Still, I want to pull this up on the screen as well. Just a second, guys. About to hit play on here. All right. Dylan Mulvaney opens up about a relationship with God. Hi, I'm gonna preface this video by saying this video might seem a little out of left field for me because I don't often speak about my faith on here. So if you are at all triggered by God or religion, you can totally keep on scrolling. I love you. Um, and if you're still here, where are my Jesus girlies at? Hey, Dylan blew blew the triggered church folks a kiss, or the people that are triggered by God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The folks that are that are triggered. Yo, the the fact that there's a trigger warning. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to talk about God. Chef's, chef kiss. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, That's it. I don't like this at all. Where are my Jesus girl girlies? I'm um, still here. Where are my Jesus girlies at? Hey, I hey. am in a okay place with God right now, and I'm trying to find what my faith is after you know, kind of growing up in the church and then being really burned by it. And right now, God and I are like dating again. We're not exclusive, and we're not living together, but um, we're in a good place. Dating again not exclusive there was a time where they weren't dating see this is where you when 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 we just have a we just romanticize god we romanticize jesus everything becomes jesus is my husband song of solomon's really about jesus in church i can't wait to get married to jesus in heaven yeah, okay jesus any reference of god or jesus having a bridegroom bride relationship with the the church it's about the church it's not about you okay this is uh, you're thinking of a different jesus all right <sighs> um so <laughs> let's stop with this god is as much of a husband to us in the in a communal sense not in a literal sense dylan's contextualizing a relationship with god in the way that dylan knows how to which is like kind of laissez-faire mm. worldly like oh we're in a relationship we're, we're dating. dating we're not exclusive okay maybe you're right maybe you're right. maybe i'm thinking way too deep about it maybe i don't I'm think thinking it's too deep but maybe 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 yeah. dylan knows okay, and let's play. i read something today that really got me thinking because it was a journal entry from a few months ago when i was really going through a difficult situation and it said if god was real why would god let this happen to me and mm. now i read it back and i thought back on that specific situation what if and Dylan so secretly has our Bless God prayer journal and has been <laughs> journaling in the thing? <laughs> Dylan's listening to like Frank Turek working on apologetics. 
Yo, what? Like, well, the problem with evil. <laughs> what if Dylan really, really be checking out Christian YouTube like that? Wow. I'm okay. phenomenal. So grateful that I went through it. And I'm so much stronger because of it. And I actually thought maybe God was like the most present with me during that situation. Okay. Because I needed to come out a changed person, you know, someone that's stronger, someone that has learned something. And I want to I wanna speak to this uh, real quick. Um, because I think he brought up a great, a great thing right there. Um, we won't get back to the video, but God is with you. Even in your lowest times, God says, if you decide to make your bed in hell, I'm with you. God is with you. Um, especially those that have true, honest hearts seeking after God, those who have true, honest, uh, desires after God, God is with you in all times. He's, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna give my full thought on this, but I, I wanted to throw that in there guys. Um, uh, but let's, let's keep listening here. Uh, we'll let this keep playing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just want to put that out there guys. Like guys with you regardless, man. And I am just so sick of these people trying to use God and religion against the community oh like God. we are not entitled to Adela, having any stop, stop 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 i was tracking i was tracking like, wow okay i was tracking i was like okay all right okay i don't know about the dating jesus part but okay i like the you know uh you're doing the journaling okay we got a prayer journal i like that and then it goes right into people using god and religion to be against such community listen me you know listen once upon a time i will say that the church probably didn't treat the lgtv community very well mm. and i and i don't say lgtv as a pejorative i say lgtv because i like lgtvs and that's a fact we have lots of lgtvs we have here. lots of lgtvs and i have to say it uh to avoid the algorithm thing i think the church is very nice mm. to the lgtv community now i think we're so nice i think we're so careful with our words i think we give so many caveats and prescriptions of like i mean he's he's right i mean the church is overly hospitable to this community um he's not lying i mean you got to think most churches nowadays they're even scared to talk on these topics most pastors won't even bring it up um so to sit back and say that the church has this animosity or issue with them i don't know too many christians that wouldn't allow someone of this community in their home wouldn't witness to them, allow them to come into their church. Um, I think it is a little bit of a farce um, to say that, but I'm, I'm going to let Lusan keep talking. Well, you know, all, you know, but sexual morality is sexual morality. I think this is the most delicate time. You got Jubilee tr trying to, you know, consistently like lean into, we're going to have Christians versus non-Christians, except plot twist, it's really just going to be LGTV versus Christians and then one LGTV Christian, which <laughs> That's is a fact. This is the best time for someone to be LGTV and be in evangelical circles. And, and and your TikTok comments is not the church. Pull up to my church on a Sunday. Pull up to any evangelical church or Catholic church, Orthodox church. No one's kicking you guys out. Amen. No one's giving you the boot. No one. Amen. Dude, I was just saying this. I've never gone to a church and see a homeless, I mean, a LGTV person or some of this community go to the church and they be kicked out. That That doesn't happen. I'm sorry, go ahead. Stoning you, right? Like you're welcomed. If anything, you probably get more uh, attention and affection and, 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 and grace and welcoming. 
and a lot of the times a comment will be like, I hope you find God or you need Jesus. And I'm like, honey, I found God and we're in cahoots. We're doing just fine. And a lot wow. of the times too, really hateful commenters, I'll click on their profile and in their bios, they'll have a Bible quote and it'll be like, treat everyone, you know, equally. I'm like, well, what the hell? What did you just leave in my, my caption or my, in my comments? Dylan, I think when someone's saying this to you, they're not, they're not attempting to dehumanize you. They're attempting to say, hey, get aligned with God's vision for you, which, which is all encompassing. God's dream for you, God's heart for you, God's purpose for you is all encompassing. And it has a reflection on the body he decided to put you in, right? That there is, that God does have an opinion on that, that mm -hmm. Jesus says in the beginning, he made a male and a female. So I think that's what someone he's getting. I don't think they're trying to say you can't have a and I just want to cut in here to expound on what Ruslan is, is saying, guys. Like, like, for real, man, like, God, he, when we walk, when we say, okay, we're allowing God into our life. And yes, it's a growing and it's a pruning and it takes time for God to be able to really change us from the inside out. A lot of times it's not just an instant you become saved and you're all of a sudden everything is changed. And there needs to be grace and understanding for new Christians that are in the faith for that growing time. But in the same conversation, um, it doesn't always mean that someone's being judgmental towards you. And it doesn't always mean someone's coming against you when they say, hey, you're deciding to be on this side of the fence, this team, but you're still wearing the jersey of this other team. Um, that's all that all that is is saying, hey, there's things you're doing that is apart from the team you joined. If I say um, I used to be a Green Bay Packer player and I got drafted to the Dallas Cowboys, I can't still be showing up to Dallas Cowboy practices with, you know, Green Bay sneakers on and, uh, you know, my Green Bay gear. I mean, the first few days of practice, the first few times, they may not say nothing to me, but basically, like, hey, bro, you on, you on, you on the Cowboys now. Somebody going to say, hey, bro, uh, you ain't playing for the Green Bay no more. You got to switch jerseys. You know what I mean? So not everything happens overnight, but judgment starts in the house of the Lord. And I, and I do want to get that clear. Judgment starts in the house of the Lord. And so we do need to bring people in with love and kindness, but we also have to be conscious enough and they have to be conscious enough to say, hey, this person loves me. And then some people come and hate, but this person loves me and they're actually trying to guide me in the proper direction. Don't take everything as judgment. Um, I'm gonna let Rusan, you know, kind of finish here uh, with his statement, um, and I'm gonna just let him kind of talk it out, and I'm, I'm gonna just be quiet for a little bit, and then we we gonna move on to the next subject. But man, this 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 is a good one right here. Relationship with God, you can't go to church. You are subhuman. You are inferior. I think they're saying, hey, get aligned with the goodness of God and God's ways for you. I think that's what they're trying. Now, maybe to be fair, maybe they're not being the most delicate in the way they're saying some of these things. Maybe they are, and you're just receiving them wrong. If we believe that we have a soul, then we believe there's a supernatural. If we believe there's a supernatural, that means that there's a uh, one that stands outside of our natural realm. We would say that is God. If God then creates us all, God ultimately is putting our souls in our bodies. So when someone's saying that to you, it's because there seems to be an inconsistency and incongruence between you believing there's a God, you believing that God gave you a soul, and then that God puts you in the wrong body. That's what they're trying to say to you, that there's an inconsistency here that, that would communicate to the rest of us 
that um, perhaps you don't quite, you don't, you don't fully grasp that, that the God of the universe has a desire for you and knit you together in your mother's womb before you ever had a platform and he had a, a, a heart for you. They might watch this video and say, well, that's Satan masquerading himself as a believer. And I sure hope not because I do not fare well in extreme heat. Um, but also yeah, I don't yeah. feel evil. I don't feel like a bad person. Um, and I, I would like to think that I can still have a relationship with some version of God. Um, and I also kind of laugh thinking about those people like, you know, spending their whole lives hating a specific type of person. And then they check into heaven and they get their outfit on and then they get escorted to the cafeteria and there's assigned seating and they're seated next to like someone like me. <laughs> I, I want to speak on that. I want to speak on that. Um, what, 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 what they just said there. Um, there is a, how do I say this? There, there is a, a line that, that has to be drawn, um, when it comes to these sort of subjects. Um, God says in his word that your heart, what seems right unto a man, unto a man ends in death. So by trusting yourself, you are, we will come to your own fault. Um, that goes back to what we were talking to in this topic previously before just now with, uh, the other lady and Tasha K guys. Um, that line that I'm talking about that has to be drawn is, is that at the end of the day, our hearts are wicked. Everything that we feel and think and come to our minds don't inherently always feel bad. These things don't always feel like, oh, we're doing wrong or this is, this is uh, evil or this, or I feel like a bad person. Honestly, a lot of stuff that I did in this period of time, me walking away from God, it didn't feel bad. It feels good. <laughs> it's just something that I enjoyed at the time. And I had to be told that it was wrong and I had to have God take the scales off my eyes and see it. Um, and so that's something, this is, this is a scary place to get. You do, when you get to that place where, where you, you think that, and that's why, again, we need people and ambassadors in this world that will intercede on situations like this and allow people to see this. And that's not hate towards one person over the other. It's not that no one, it's not that someone hates you. It's that we love you enough to tell you this, and it's up to you to pick it up or take it. No one's no one's forcing you. But let's let's let them talk just for a tad bit longer here, guys. I won't let her finish her point, or him finish his point. They've got to just sit together eating for the rest of eternity. Can't wait. Is that just good, dude? I like Listen, it. man, LGBT <laughs> people are fun. Like you can say what you want. They're fun. Put it. Put a little outfit on. Go to the cafeteria. <laughs> cafeteria <laughs> i love how like heaven's eating quarters aren't even like a feast yeah like a wonderful dinner it's like a cafeteria it's like a ca cafeteria i don't want cafeteria food yeah i don't want cafeteria cafeteria i think having said all of this i i don't think anyone is saying that you are not allowed to go to church or you are not allowed to have a relationship with god or you're not allowed to explore jesus or you're not allowed to read the bible i don't think that's anyone's heart or, or maybe like that's westboro baptist heart let me not say that and i don't think people even think it's you're too far gone and i and i believe there's people actually praying for you 
Like there's people yeah. genuinely praying for you and believing the best for you and believing that God is, is, and maybe will, and maybe is right now in real time trying to get a hold of you. The, 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 the dangerous part and what I'm hearing about your language is even in what you said is some version of God. Mm -hmm. So which version of God, the version of God that you want to placate to your values and what you think is right and wrong and good and evil or God, because the, the, they're very different because because Romans one says that they basically created God in their own image. They, they made idols and made God, God they can contain, a God they can manage. The second part is you don't feel evil. Fair enough. I'm sure you don't. I would agree. You don't feel evil. The issue is sometimes the greatest atrocities, the greatest things done in the name of enlightenment, in the name of religion, were done by people who felt very justified in doing said things. So our feelings aren't always a barometer on if we're in right standing or if we're moving the right way. Often our feelings are very deceptive and our feelings can lead us into a very dangerous place because we can be self-deceived. You can think about the last time any of you have sinned. Think about the last time any of you have done a bad choice. You probably didn't feel bad about it going into it. You felt the conviction on the other side of it. And some of us have gone into situations where we didn't just make a mistake or commit a sin. We stayed in a state of sin, right? Some of you guys may have binged for a weekend. Some of you guys may have said you were going to just do it one last time with that person you know you shouldn't be with. And then that turned into an, a, a slumber, sexual immorality slumber party, right? Or, or, or I'm going to have just that one last hit. And then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're off, you're, you're on one. No one thinks and feels evil while they're doing that. It's when they come out of it and the fog clears that you go, oh, whoa, well, I was really, I was bugging. So I think that, I think that's important to know. Let's keep watching. I really think that maybe someone like me, people like me, maybe we're like a discrepancy in nature. Let me describe what I mean. Like, have you ever seen a flower before that you're like, holy crap, how can that color exist in nature like how is that natural because a lot of people look at someone like me and they say that's very that's a very unnatural person maybe that's like someone like me maybe what's so crazy though is that usually when we look at those things in nature we're fascinated by them we admire them we want to learn how that's possible but when it comes to human forms that maybe have some discrepancies or a little different we immediately want to turn away from what we don't understand and what we don't know and i think maybe what if there was a way to find connection through faith. And, and what if I wasn't here as something evil, but what if I was here as something good? People I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna expound on that. Because I do believe that people like, like him were brought here for something special. You were brought here to shed a light on a category in a place that wouldn't have been shed on had you not been here. Um, and I think that, you know, if anybody talks to someone of this community and speaks to them, to them in such a way where we're saying you're not valuable, um, because you are different than the status quo that makes you wrong. No, we all come into this world. We're all born into sin. So we all have certain sins and desires and, um, different, uh, abnormalities that may make us different than the other. 
But God, everything that the devil meant for bad or everything that was looked at to be bad, God has always turned into for good. Even if we look at the uh, the gentleman that got healed that had been laying on a mat for over 30 to 40 plus years and he couldn't walk and couldn't move. God allowed him to stay in his infirmities so that he could show his glory um, and his in the family and all the people at that time and all the people of the uh, of that town thought that his parents had sinned. Um, if you know the Bible story that I'm talking about, but God got his glory in that and showing the miraculous healings that Jesus performed by allowing him to walk and spread his message. And his story is still told to this day. God healing the guy that couldn't walk and couldn't move. Um, Guys, so yes, you were brought here for a special purpose and special reason. No one walked the walk that you walk. And there's people that have or will walk the same walk that you're walking and your testimony will help them out. You're getting out of these predicaments will help them out. So don't believe anybody that tells you that. Um, I just wanted to speak on that. Um, but guys, I want to get on to the pretty much synopsis of this podcast today uh, that I'm getting into. And really, this is kind of my main meat and potatoes here, guys, that I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to start off with pretty much talking on Michael Todd. Uh, he's not the, the basis of this podcast. But a lot of things that he he does, and, and you, we all know his theatrics and the, the spitting on people and jumping on trampolines and putting ropes on himself. It's just all these props and plays and weird stuff just to get attention. And that's just what it seems like. And it's like you walk away and there's no real gospel. There's no real God coming through. So we're going to play some things that are going to expound on an even bigger topic. Um, so I got some save clips here, guys. Uh, that I'm gonna uh, go over with you guys uh, here. So we gonna we gonna bring the first one. My Bible. I'm ready to hear the word. My favorite is Chinese food. So we gonna bring this first one up, guys. I actually pulled this from TikTok, um, and this is I think this is like a week or two ago. We are gonna play a few clips, guys, and we we just gonna we gonna break this down. Right, let's get into it. And catch up. <laughs> Why are you so bothered? Who going to clean it? Yeah, this is just a house of God. It's just a house. Just a house. Just a house. Who cares? <laughs> I lift my hands in the sanctuary. I lift my hands to give you the glory. I lift my hands to give praise. And we will praise you. Don't care so much. It's just a temple. Syrup all over the communion. Don't care so much. Over the Bible, too. Y'all, stop acting like you care about this. I mean, man, stop acting like this matters to you. On the picture. This dude stay doing the most. He stay doing the most. Like, you can have a sermon, and, and I'll be honest with you, even this clip, I'm and it's funny the guys in the background kind of his facial expressions, but like what is he talking about? Has anybody caught what he's what the sermon is, what the justification behind this is? I think he's trying to describe um dirting up your house um that is the temple of God. I, I think I don't know. But it's like, dude, you don't have to do all this to relay the word of God. And you're, you're more distracting than bringing people to Christ. But we, we don't let this finish out. It's kind of funny the way it ends. But. 
I need to do some artwork on the pitch. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, that one. <laughs> and it was kind of funny. Um, yeah, these chart churches, you got to get up. But we're going to let the next one play, guys. And this is kind of going to further open up this topic. Guys. So this is. Wow. Somebody told me, yeah, get the new. I pulled this from TikTok as well. I'm pretty sure a lot of you in the Christian space have probably heard these. He's got these new glasses. Uh, I just want to kind of expound on this. Uh, he got these new glasses that are pretty much, um, I believe they are the new um, glasses from Apple. And pretty much you can, everything you see on your iPhone, your iPad is like right on your on your face and your screen. And I believe these goggles are like $4,000. And he got these just for a sermon. And it completely distracts from the word. And it's it, it's just a whole bunch, almost like it, almost like he's just trying to go viral. And like, why would you spend four thousand dollars on a pair of goggles? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm being a little judgmental with that. But, you know, I, to me, I don't get why you would need to do that as a pastor. But you know, what do I know? Goggles. And as I walked out and they said new goggles, I started to think this technology is not new. It's this is just pictures and video and and goggles and text messages. But because somebody got a fresh perspective on what was already available. The value of what was regular went up tremendous. Now the church has been asking God to do something new for years when he said, if you would just take what I've already given you and ask for a fresh revelation, fresh fire, fresh anointing, it would be something that would become valuable, not just to you, but to the whole world. And what does the church do? We take these goggles off. And we put these on. <laughs> You're laughing, so is the culture. We're in an environment that is changing the way I talk. <laughs> I don't even need these in this. I mean, guys, I don't even have to play the, to the end of that. It's funny that he talks about we try to re represent the faith and repackage it and try to put new goggles on. When all this guy's sermons, it's like he's talking about himself. That's exactly what he does. He doesn't think that the gospel, the word of God, just the Bible in itself is enough. He's got to represent it. He's got to change it up. He's got to add things to it to excite you, to keep you interested, uh, grab your attention. And it's funny because it's like at the end of it, I'm like, dude, are you talking about what other people are doing? Or are you talking about what you're doing? Because, man, the more I listen to you, man, it sounds like you talk about yourself. And, and I honestly, and, and to be hospitable to Mike Todd and, and, and not overly critical, this video, I, I see his point. I do see his point and I see where he's coming from. But in the same conversation, you're doing exactly what you're saying not to do. Because the word of God is enough to stand on by 
itself. So we're going to play this last video um, of a pastor. I found this on TikTok, too. It's another clip, guys. And we're we going we gonna to open a conversation after this, guys. Just a second. We, I'm going to get this loaded up for us. Preach and help nobody. How to preach and bless nobody. How to preach and heal nobody. Here's how you preach and help nobody. Make your chief aim popularity. Make that popularity the number one thing on your agenda. Whatever you do, seek to be popular. Popularity is the general opinion. Popularity is what everybody likes. And in, in reality, all that popularity is, is worldliness. So when I say seek to be popular, I'm saying seek to be worldly. If you want to preach and help nobody, make popularity your chief aim. Be like the world. Monkey see. Monkey too. Come on, you can do the monkey too. If you want to be popular, that's the way to go. <laughs> if you want to preach and help nobody, use I and me as much as you can and talk about yourself. All the emphasis placed upon your own self. Because the time you're talking about yourself is the time you ought to be talking about Jesus. Here's how you're preaching help nobody. Never pray. Never fast. And never study. Because if you pray, you'll be anointed. If you fast, you'll be humble. And if you study, you have the message and the saying. And look. If you pray, you'll be anointed. You don't want to be anointed. You want to be popular. If you fast, you'll be humble. You don't want to be humble. You want to be proud. And if you study, you have something to say. And you don't want to have no message because you're going to use all them gimmicks to act like you got a message when you ain't got one. That's how you preach and help nobody. Some of y'all think the anointing is a feeling. You can feel the anointing, but the anointing is not a feeling. If you are a preacher... And want to preach and help nobody, you watch that old dumb stuff. Tie up your time in dumb stuff, and you'll never preach and help nobody. You won't have no anointing. You won't have no favor. <laughs> you cannot be much for God and not be much with God. How do you think God going to use you at night when you're messed up all day long? <laughs> Prayer gives you God's anointing. Here's how you preach and help nobody. Never preach about how to be born again and what it takes to get saved. Just tell people, believe on the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved. I don't care what they get healed from. I don't care what they get blessed with. You missed the whole point. First Timothy 1.15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. Christ Jesus came into the world for you to be healed. No. Christ Jesus came into the world for you to have a Cadillac or a Lincoln. No. Christ Jesus came into the world for you to have a split level ranch house with a hydronic spring zone cooling system and a step down den and a full length mink coat. No! Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And if you don't tell sinners how to be saved, if you don't have a passion for souls, you miss the whole purpose. You yep, yep. Amen. Amen. That that's the whole purpose. I mean, how many pastors, how many ministers, how many churches do we see going viral online every week? And it's just like it seems like they're just trying to get a hot click, a hot take uh, and, and, and get attention of the masses. And it doesn't seem like the earnest 
uh, notion is to bring people to Christ, to bring them out of sin um, and to bring them into the kingdom of God. You rarely hear them have altar calls. You rarely hear them preach sermons that are hard to hear, calling people out of their sinful lifestyles um, and bringing them into the body of Christ. You rarely see this. Um, and so it's just, it's just crazy to me. I've just, I, I don't see churches as much doing corporate fasts. Um, you don't see a lot of people talking about their prayer closet in their prayer room. And it's just like, man, we need to get back to that. The anointing can't drop. Uh, the spiritual calling can't come and God can't fully use you at your full capacity. If you're not living a holy life, yes, you're going to fail. Yes, you're going to fall. But God demands us to live a holy life. And most of the pastors you can think of, I'm not going to name any names, but most of the pastors, most of us can think of, <laughs> they're trying to be popular. They got the full, they got the coolest fit on. They got the best outfit. They wearing all the jewelry. They got the best J's on, man. It's just, it, it just seems like they're just trying to look good. It seems like they're just trying to look cool, guys. And I want to share some scripture uh, with you guys, guys, so I'm, I'm never going to get y'all out of here uh, without any scripture, guys, um, because at the end of the day, scripture is our basis and scripture is where we get everything from and our knowledge uh, from and how we learn from God, because it is the word of God, um, the inspired word of God. And so I want to speak on John uh, 15 and 18, um, guys. Um, I got it on my other screen. I'm not going to post it on the screen, but I'm, I'm going to just read guys straight from it. Because when you preach the word of God, a lot of times the world will hate you, not the opposite. You may not be the most popular. You may not get the most clicks. You may not get the most attention, but that's okay. As long as you can reach one soul, as long as you can reach someone out there that hears your message, that is glory unto the God. That's glory unto God. God says, even if one person comes to heaven or comes to God and comes from the life of sin and comes into the kingdom of, of God, all of heaven rejoices. Guys, so I, I just want to read this, guys. Um, and I think this should be all of our thought pattern and our pursuit when we are witnessing and when we are um, deciding to step on a stage and be a minister or to get online like this and talk. Guys, um, again, this is John 15 and 18, verse 25. I'm not going to read all of these. I'm going to read some of it. Uh, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you are blessed to the world, it would love you as its own. It would love you as its own. If the world loves you, it's going to love you because you're it. Just, I just want to clarify that. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That this is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is no greater than his master. Who's your master? Who's your master, guys? If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they, if they obey my teaching, they will obey yours also. We must make disciples of God. We must make disciples um, in this world, guys. Um, I hope I spoke to somebody today. I hope this helps somebody out. I'm going to keep busting these out every week, you guys. Again, this is King Josiah TV. Guys, please subscribe, guys. If, again, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, uh, podcast, hit the follow button, guys. I appreciate that. Share this to somebody that might um, need it. And guys, I'm out. I will see you guys next week. Love you.
Watch giants fall like Goliath. Gave it a dance, this ain't no TikTok. God told me that my steps was sorted. Walking in flip flops, Chris Rock. How they laugh at me for. But my salvation know me like it's a helmet. The way you're just in this death will send you to hell quick. Wanted to be all about me, God, I was selfish. I was a